This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by J. Crew. This spring, J. Crew is telling a linen love story. From perfectly rumpled beach cover-ups and effortlessly sexy suiting to button-up shirts from the world-famous Baird McNutt Mill in Ireland, the new J. Crew collection is made to be shared, lived in, and loved for decades and generations to come. Shop linen like you've never seen it. And more new arrivals for spring 2024 at jcrew.com. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Hey, let's start with Bengals Browns. Oh. Right here. It's like uh, it's a little tense in the booth today hmm. with a Browns fan and a Bengals fan. Happy Tyler. Happy Tyler. Tyler, our producer, and Tyler, the guy that thinks he's Tyler when we say Tyler, who's also a Browns fan. That email we got in. Oh, right. Yeah. And a potential winner of the Madden codes, by the way, if you're in here right now, Tyler thinks he's going to win one of the five Madden codes in our Discord. So you go to the YouTube link, you get to join our Discord, and today, Monday, September 11th here, we are going to give away five Madden codes in our Discord. Wow. How about that? Cool. Yeah, there's a, there's a channel to drop your uh, platform and your um, whatever gaming handle, gaming tag, whatever they call that thing. Uh, yeah, the Discord, we're going to try and start integrating that into the show a little bit more. Maybe have a question of the week from the Discord, try and get the picks from people in the Discord. We'll, talk, we'll bring those up during the preview show as well. So um, there's a lot happening in there, a lot of ideas floating around. We'll try and make that as good and interactive a spot as possible going forward. So get in there. All right, Browns 24, Bengals 3. Just an absolute beatdown. It, it was just a low-scoring game overall. Mm-hmm. There's also rain. Mm-hmm. All right? You quick know what that PS- means. Quick PSA. It's not throw it out. Just understand context when you're like, oh, no, the sky's falling. This offense is terrible. Nobody can move the ball. Like, you just watched the game in the rain where guys couldn't catch the ball. Yep. And little hand Joe Burrow couldn't throw the ball. Little All right? Joe. He only has nine-inch hands. We completely missed that can't in our believe, analysis. Can't believe The ball completely it. slipped out on one pass by Burrow. We forgot about the nine-inch hands in the rain. Wow. But, you know, for, for your fantasy analysis... You know, all of our smart EPA people. Oh, the EPA was bad. Can you adjust EPA for the rain? Can you just please add some context here before you start trashing offenses? Yeah. All yeah. right. You know how you do that? Throw it out. Just throw, throw it out. out. Get rid of it. Doesn't mean anything. All right. Well, we're not going to throw this game out because a lot of interesting things happened, especially from that Browns defensive line and with the Browns running game. But uh, Cleveland wins 24-3. to uh, Bengals offense is inept. But also the Browns' defense, man. That defensive line, night and day this year compared to last year. They're moving guys around. I'll talk about that in a second. But what are your, what are your initial thoughts here on this Browns' 24-3 opening day win? Yeah, I mean, obviously impressive by the Browns. Um, certainly that defense. Like, their, their defense looks different under Jim Schwartz. And look, it's not like they just brought in a new coach and everything's changed. Like, they have different players in there as well. Like, Zadaria Smith provided the compliment to Miles Garrett that was never there last year, or at least barely there, the occasional Jadavian Clowney 
um, flash of, of substance. But Miles Garrett had six pressures. Zadarius Smith had six pressures. Um, that's the kind of compliment that they absolutely needed. Dalvin Tomlinson had a couple. Like they had extra players chipping in with that presence and impact up front. And that's huge because now you've got consistent pressure coming, which means the secondary, which is stuff full of good players, and it didn't look like it last year, those guys can actually show up and perform and play at a higher level because the ball's got to come out quicker because they don't have to cover for as long. That Browns defense could absolutely be legit this year and maybe the unit that we thought they were going to be a year ago. Yeah, it's not just the names that you mentioned, Sam. They also, they were moving Miles Garrett around. We saw that early in the game. And uh, it was only four snaps, but there were four snaps where Miles Garrett was playing inside linebacker. He had not done that at all. His previous six years in his career, he'd only done it 21 times. So it's a very small sample, but this was... The Browns have the ability because of Zadarius Smith and Oboe and some of the moves they've made this offseason, they have the ability to actually move Miles Garrett around, create mismatches. On the four snaps where Garrett lined up as an inside linebacker, there was a sack and three incompletions. I mean, just that ability up front by the Browns to create havoc. And, uh, and then Miles Garrett on top of that, I, we mentioned on the preview show, his matchup with Orlando Brown Jr. Look, I'm not low on Orlando Brown Jr. I think he's got a track record of being pretty good, no matter what Chiefs fans tell you. Or He is a good left tackle. He is a fine pass protector. He is always overmatched against Miles Garrett. And Garrett was, I mean, taking a 360-pound man and throwing him into Joe Burrow's lap. That's going to happen again later this year when they play each other. But other than that, Orlando Brown's not bad. He's fine, but he struggles in his Miles Garrett matchup. So the Browns won this thing up front. In addition to... Joe Burrow looked rusty. The Bengals' offense looked out of sync. The Browns' defense deserves credit. I think there's a lot of things at play here. But to me, the biggest story of this game is the Browns and their defensive front, uh, rain game or not, looking night and day different from last season. No, absolutely. I mean, you look, even if you just look through, so Kadarius Toney, with one of the worst receiver games of all time, scored more fantasy points than T. Higgins, who had seven targets come his way and didn't catch a single one of them. And when you go through those seven targets... It's not like T. Higgins was out here dropping everything that came his way. Um, he was either blanket covered or the ball was being forced out early and in not necessarily, you know, advantageous directions by that Browns pressure up front. Like, that's exactly what we're talking about. The combination of that pressure or just the good players on the back end meant that that connection had nowhere to work. Like... Uh, Burrow got some passes away to T. Higgins, but could not connect, or sorry, to, to Jamar Chase, but could not connect with T. Higgins at all during the course of the game. Um, and it, it you know, wasn't because T. Higgins just suddenly became a bad player. The NFL's here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly and when you just bet Five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up for some game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check, check the app. you got to go check the app to see what you get. So download now and use code PFF to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code PFF only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Browns were physical. You know, they were making every throw difficult. 
Um, and then I, th I think from a Burrow perspective, he was clearly off yesterday. And there was a couple plays where there was just awful miscommunications. Mm -hmm. There was at least three miscommunications in there. There's other plays that looked like he's just working the wrong side of the field. And, and again, I, we missed some of this. We, he, he hasn't practiced, right? Burrow hasn't practiced. And the same way Deshaun Watson looked a little rusty last year, maybe not right off the bat, but just generally in the, in the stretch run, Burrow was off. He wasn't seeing the field well. Um, when, so when things were uncovered, Burrow wasn't seeing it. And then when he you know, was making the right read, Browns were covering it up pretty well, and there's nowhere to go. So I think Cleveland deserves credit, and I also think the Bengals and you know Burrow and that pass game, they were just off too. And then it was rainy, and it was tough to throw the ball. When he did have open throws, he's missing them as well because he wasn't throwing the ball effectively in the weather. I think it was Twitter, but somebody asked, um, have we noticed an increase in – rust essentially crappy week one play from offensive players since teams started this approach of like let's not risk the starters during preseason ever do what do, do do players actually need some period to knock the rust off before the regular season starts because there does seem to be some of these games where it just doesn't look like those players i don't i don't remember last i don't remember i don't remember week one off the top of my head last year that it was that bad for offenses but there was definitely a point like by um when you're watching scott hansen in red zone and i think you're at halftime in most of the games he's like there's been 12 touchdowns today right three of them were by rookies at that point there was 12 touchdowns today i think it just happens right this happened like we we hit like week seven it's like ah, it was kind of a defensive game not a lot of points scored in the one o'clock games right also, you have that feel sometimes it just it shows up i also wonder if if there's a because you see a lot of times teams go well okay they need some kind of tune-up you know before the season so let's just give them like a drive it's like we'll do we'll run the whole simulation of getting ready for game day and then we'll give them a game and then they go out there and they execute one drive and they sit down i wonder if they do need like an extended period like even if you play them one game in preseason but in that one game give them a half like give them a substantial amount of playing time to get get through all of that crap and then get out the other side and, okay, you risk them, but it apparently actually makes a difference so you don't have games like this. Uh, look, it's not, a fair... Not that that was an option for Cincinnati, by the way, with Burrow's injury. It's not like, you know, they voluntarily kept him on the sideline during preseason. The guy had a calf injury. No, I mean, it's a fair question. I just, I don't know if that's really the case. The other, the other thing is here. We didn't... Do we throw overreaction in the title? We're supposed to overreact to things. Mm -hmm. I think there are certain things where the overreaction is warranted today. Okay. in week one well, there are other things where it is not warranted and we'll make sure that we identify those things yeah so on my notes i highlighted games that i think will be massively overreacted to this week this is one of them this one will absolutely be overreacted to and um, i'm not going to do it this is not a game i'm going to overreact to from the bengals perspective i will not overreact but i i, I do believe this is a good browns team yeah based off of this game i believe that this game showed that the offseason moves that the Browns made, defensive personnel, defensive coordinator, um, the way they ran offensively, their their zone scheme looked fantastic. Nick Chubb was great. Uh, Dewan Jones comes in. He's still yeah. good in pass protection. The rookie right tackle coming in for Jack Conklin. Who might be the starter now. Yeah, so I, I think from a Browns perspective, it's real. From a Bengals perspective, I want to reiterate, through the last three years of Zach Taylor as head coach, they've had these games. This is not new for the Bengals. They have had duds for games and always bounce back. The duds often happen against the Browns. 
they, they happen against the Jets. Joe Burrow is 0-4 against the Browns in his career. The yeah. man, he's like a player or two away from being 4-0 against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and he's 0-4 against the Browns. Yeah, and it, yeah, look, last year the, the Bengals started 0-2. They're, you know, Burrow had he was. They lost to the Steelers week one. They lost to the Cowboys. They couldn't block up front and the whole thing. And they and the Bengals bounce back. I'm not saying it's happening next week against the Ravens, but the Bengals are going to bounce back and yeah. they're going to be fine. So I'm not overreacting from a Cincinnati perspective, and I'll react pro- appropriately for the Browns and give them credit and say they are a team that people need to be looking at.